Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, sick. I'm allowed. Are we? Are we going? I don't know. Oh, we're going apparently. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so we got to get some stuff out of the way. Uh, it's Wednesday, and uh, my mom has. Uh, my mother's lawyers have have told me that she will definitively never pick up the phone to answer questions from me, ever, uh, ever on a Wednesday night. Now, wow, yeah, right, rude. And I'm, I thought so too. Uh, my there's nothing coming out of my headphones, so I'm taking them off. Just turn well, we didn't get a real good proper start anyway. No, we didn't. Is okay. there? Did you hear? Were you hearing anything? No, you just I was just, I was just going with it. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, I did. This podcast is made by dirty, stupid goblins and their equally horrible guests. They don't believe anything they're saying, and neither should you. It's definitely not for kids, unless their parents are hilariously irresponsible or unbelievably rad, like high on peyote, jumping the dirt bike over the creek, kind of awesome. You know what I'm talking about. All the freaks by the side of the road, they all say they don't like what they see. Hi, thanks for listening to Why Don't We Have Our Own Show, the show that answers its damn question. Um, I'm I'm Scott. I'm your host. I'm managing my diabetes. And I'm your also host, Anne Boxdial Gremlin, who is doing her best, for God's sake. She's we're we're both feeling a little under the weather, and you've been you've been sick, you've had the flu now, or some sort of like contagious some whooping cough or something, yeah, something. For like I don't know what it is. Last five days or whatever? I'm not a medical professional. All I know is I've been like horking up things for the last few days and it's not been pleasant. You've been producing Shrek-like things? Yeah. I've been making Shreks. Oh, because I wonder, that's probably how they make Shreks. That it is. Mm. Exactly how Shreks are made. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I was, uh, just before we started recording, I was taking off my uh, my sweatshirt because I'm like, I want to be comfortable and... uh, uh, I, and you thought I was just stripping. Yeah, I thought you were just straight up taking off your shirt. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I guess that's how we're, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> how we're going to start that show. I'm just going to do it. You're just going to do it shirtless. Zip. Nah, shirt, shirts for cowards. <laughs> it was like one of those things where I was like, I didn't even want to say anything. I'm like, okay. It's a weird flex, but we're going to go with it. I, I'm sure it's just doing that for dominance. Yeah. So what trailers did we see this week? The only one that mattered to me was Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. Okay, so let's talk about Detective Pikachu. I would love the movie just a little bit more if if all of the Pokemon were not weirdly slimy. Um, f- you. I love the Pokemon trailer. I don't give a shit. Out of the gate. What's going out of the gate? <laughs> I don't give a f- I'm excited about Detective Pikachu. That's, that's it. 
So tell me a little bit about your association with Pikachu. Well, with, I mean, with the, obviously, the Pokemon franchise. obviously, I'm a big fan of the Pokemon franchise. I mean, I've, you know, it might not be obvious for the listeners. So yeah, you well, take us back. I just said it that I'm a big <laughs> fan of the Pokemon <laughs> franchise. What more do they need? Do they need my cred? No, I, you know, take it back. Let me. I mean, well, which, the first game the first? I remember, like the very first Pokemon that came out, Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue, and I played that very first Pokemon on a Game Boy Color. Which I no longer have, unfortunately. Um, you got to play the sad music. <laughs> sad Hulk music. The sad Hulk music when Bruce Banner, when <laughs> Dr. David Banner, sorry, was walking down the road, hit, yeah, hiking so, in the dust. You know, I, I love JRPGs, and Pokemon is a really wildly fun game. I kind of, um, after the few, first few generations of Pokemon, I kind of... Um, lost interest a little bit or maybe not so much lost interest it's just like life took me other places but then I came back to it um on the most recent one not, not the most recent I came back to it on Pokemon XY which is a really really fun version of the game mm-hmm. it has Pokemon to me where you can um feed your Pokemon uh, little treats and pet it and crap and play with it which honestly is the dream do you remember oh, what was it Oh, yeah, so it was Pokemon Hospital that I wanted to, like, incorporate, like, the fact that because this is, like, cartoon dog fighting. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's right, because you always, you always wanted to take it to, like, a, like a real-world thing and ruin well, it for everyone. Thing. I mean, just think about, like, how much more you would be, like, connected. Nobody wants to play your disgusting Pokemon Hospital game, no, but Scott. How, how connected would you be if you, when you took it to Nurse Jenny, to, to the vet, that you had to, like... That the, the 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 Pokemon would get like a scar from where it had gotten wounded, which would give you like a little reminder that would be kind of, of your cool. of your failures. As actually, a no, that trainer. wouldn't be cool. That would be horrible because no, shut up. You would get a you would get a Pikachu. You need to be quiet because that is just really upsetting to me right now. I can't think about that. You would that. get a Pikachu that that. Do you know how much like, I die inside when a Pokemon faints in battle? Right, but how now it faints is. and it has to wear a cast. I hate you. I hate it, everything you would, about would this fake, concept. And then you, then you'd have to take it to you'd have to take it to the nurse's station, and they would have to put it awful. in a cast. And so you'd have to do like it's physical so therapy. And instead of like Please playing stop. games, it would be like, you know, exercising that muscle so that oh it was. Oh my god! Why are you? And then, and, but, but then you'd have that you'd have that moment when you would you get to get take that cast off. Oh my god! Dude. And it would be like weird and gray, and the fur would be wet. You'd have to like bathe it. This is a bad concept. And rehabilitation, I think that would be awesome because every single would Pokemon be would look different because they would all be scarred up in their own unique way. I don't, I don't like that concept. I think that would be rad. I think it would be the rad to be the dark Sonic. What was the Sonic game where they were where it was all dark and evil and sh- dark I Sonic? Dude, I'm not a fan of. You're skipping franchises here. I'm not a fan of Sonic. <laughs> I think I played one whole Sonic the Hedgehog game, and that was enough for me. I, uh, you know, the, yeah, you've obviously one... played more Sonic no, than I, I have. have. Definitely not. No, I never, I never owned a, G- a Genesis. I was like a, I was a Nintendo kid. I Bullshit. A... We actually played it once. We actually rented On what? one. We did we rented we rent a Genesis. Yes, we rented a Genesis to play the Sonic games. Sanic games. That did your sister have a Sanic? Did she? Didn't she have um, a thing that played the the Genesis? Yeah, she. To play oh, that she horrible Clax game or whatever. Oh, God, she played Clax. She played Clax. And then she'd always try bled. to make. She'd always try to make us play Clax with her, and it's like nobody is in, in, invested in this game like you are, Kathy. Nobody is invested in any game the way that Kathy is invested in games. My sister is one of those maniacs who like is we we were 
competitive our entire lives. Like uh, when it was February and my parents would kick us out of the of the house uh, so that they could smoke dope uh, with their with their wow. loser stoner friends. They we would like have competitions on the porch to see who could stand in the in the knee deep snow with our shoes off the longest. This is what I'm taking talking about. And like do, when I like, talk about, I do not envy having like brothers and sisters when I hear you talk about what the two of you got up to. We would do like somersault uh, uh, competitions underwater to see who could do, and I think like twenty was about our limit. And if you can imagine your lungs exploding. Bloating and your and your and the, the your vision starting to go black because you've not only twisted and turned yourself around but you've done so in about like forty five seconds underwater. That is, uh, I mean, that, you you haven't lived until you've nearly drowned just so you had bragging rights for a half an hour over wow. your sibling. Okay. So, but Kathy is fiercely ferociously competitive like i don't have that same sort of killer instinct i was never really good at chess because she would you know she'd be like ha i got you and like six moves and yeah, she'd like, be like check check cares? check checkmate she would she laid you out get um, demoralized oh it was yeah it, it became it, it, playing like, games with your sister is the worst <laughs> Because really, I play really... games with your sister, and it is literally the worst thing in the world. It, yeah, it's... She makes it so not fun to play them. So we got this tabletop game, Betrayal at House on the Hill, and it's just really fun for a <coughs> choose-your-own-adventure, um, like, tabletop horror simulator. Like, you, you uncover rooms in this house, and then you unlock, and the rooms have – it's – it's crazy. They got little cards associated with them, and there's these specific co- cards called omen cards, and you have these die that are one, two, and zero pips, and you have to roll the die every time you unlock or open up or, or flip over an, an omen card. And if you your die roll doesn't match the number of omen cards that are in play, you get this this thing called the haunt begins. The haunt is one of... In the original set, it's 52 different horror scenarios like mummies or vampires or ghost brides or shrinking or the house gets teleported to another planet or whatever. And it's and one person with very rare exception becomes like the traitor of the game. And, and when they, your sister becomes a traitor, it is honestly the worst fucking thing is. in the goddamn world. You might as well give up now because she's oh, going to yeah. be relentless no matter what. You might like, as she's well. She's not going to make the experience fun. And like the whole thing is like being the villain is you should be trying to make the experience fun. Right. right. And not like demoralizing. And your sister just <laughs> is able to suck the fun out of anything. I love your sister, but she is able to take the fun and just suck every little last bit out of it out. She. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you know, that's fair. God wish, bless her. God bless her. I wish she was here to defend bless her herself. heart. We've really got to get her on the show. We've really got to get her on the program at least once because. Uh, yeah, like I've only ever played Settlers of Catan once and it went like <laughs> this. Funny. She pulled out all of the shit from the box. She set it all up, looked at the he's board. He's exaggerating, went, but he's um, not. No, looks like I won. And then put all the shit back in the box and that was it. It, it was 20 minutes of mostly setup while she explained the rules, announced that she already had all of the I resources was, in I the was land. I was so confused the entire time i'm like i don't I, what do i do what, with this do i floop the pig what the f- is this what am i doing with my what am i doing with my life and like her moment? explanations for me and maybe it's just like you know add Cause brain because it's, it's resource management and i'm just sitting here going you were explaining this first of all too fast secondly <laughs> this is way more complex than i can deal with right now mm, yeah um so suffice to say we 
we played Sanic once. And I don't remember that. And I don't remember ever being really impressed with it. So No, um, it was boring. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer because that's I'm not looking be forward a, to uh, that because I've already seen pictures of Sonic. And it, oh, yeah. I, I'm rather more excited about Detective Pikachu because oh, I, know. I love Pokemon. I think it's going to be frivolous. and, and Yeah, it's going to be dumb. But mm-hmm. like... Here's the thing. I'm not going to see Detective Pikachu um, thinking it's going to be Oscar worthy, my dudes. Yeah. Like if you're going to see Detective Pikachu and you're going to like complain about the story or the characters, you're going to it for the wrong reasons. Like that dipshit that was in The Mummy when we saw it. (laughs) The original Brendan Fraser Mummy. We saw that, and yeah, Anne had to remind me of this. But yeah, some guy stood up at the at the end of it while the the credits were running, and he and he went. Well, that was bullshit. I didn't believe a word of it. I know. Like, and he was like complaining about like the story oh, and the, the story lack of plot and how the acting was bad. And I'm just sitting here going, it's, it's the f***ing mummy, it's the, dude. Did you expect it to be two and a half hours of if you archaeologists to, yeah. slowly unwrapping mummy from his shroud while taking meticulous photographs Did you think this would be the English patient? Notes? If you wanted to see the English patient, motherfucker, go see that. This is on, the mummy. I think it was on VHS by that point. It was the mummy. You go to see the movie to see the freaking mummy. You got yeah. I mean, you see awesome mummy crap. And yet, at the same time, when they make that dark universe, and they do it, they overcomplicated so, it so wrongly. It's because it they overcomplicated it. They tried startling. to make it dark and serious. Listen, man, you don't go to see the mummy for seriousness. Yeah, you know, but I mean, I can see like a dark, serious movie because the original mummy, the Boris yeah, Karloff mummy was incredibly scary, but the problem with that was is that they were using it like the Justice League movie or like the Batman v Superman movie. Dark for the sake of dark. No, it was universe building. It wasn't oh. even a movie on its own. It was literally you had to have you had to have the you had to have Russell Crowe's bloated cadaver amble out in a three-piece suit and say well, I mean, welcome honest, to the dark universe let me explain how this is I mean, going to honestly, work honestly he was more interesting out. than tom cruise I've which got i mean vampires Do tom like cruise vampires? is like a wet piece of paper yeah he's kind of charm free yeah um, and the fact that he's always paired with somebody who's like could be his like freaking daughter uh, is just really creepy yeah i mean but that's hollywood and that's that's not an that's not an excuse for hollywood it's just that yeah, it's unfortunately, Tom Cruise is not the only example of it. No, there's so many more. It's like, I mean, do you remember when was it Sean Connery was paired up with Catherine Zeta Jones, mm. and he was like, he, he could have been playing her grandfather. I mean, they didn't even they didn't even make that wide uh, uh, an age gap between Sean Connery and the man playing his son in Indiana Jones uh, in the Last <laughs> Crusade because there was only 12 years difference between those two men. That, like twelve years difference between my father sister and, and I. Son, that's father and son, and they decided, oh, he can totally be romantically linked with yeah. Catherine Zeta Jones. But the fact of the matter is, is Tom Cruise is, he's just wet. He's just wet cardboard. Like mm-hmm. he's a wet piece of paper. I don't know why people keep like putting him in movies because he's perfectly symmetrical. People are gonna get mad about that. Oh, because it, no, because he's perfectly <laughs> symmetrical. We have I a don't friend, care. and I love her to death, but she loves Tom Cruise. In ways that um, I cannot fathom at this point. Like maybe when when we were younger and we just knew him from Top Gun and Cocktail and shit like that. Like risky business. I can't get past the fact that he believes in Xenu, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, I really can't. I I struggle every day. What the fuck? Beck is a Scientologist. Is he really? He is a Scientologist. That's unfortunate. Yeah, well, For them, a, anyway. Oh. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I think he's overrated. Come at me, bro. 
Uh, what is this that about her 60th fight me? Is that okay? Uh, so do you want to do? Would you like to take a, uh, a a question? Would you like to take a question from the from Yahoo Movies and Entertainment? Yes, I would. Me... I would love that. Okay, just, uh, just dig right the f- in. <laughs> So I don't I don't even know where to begin with um, some of these, but let's uh, let's start here with need help finding the title of a dinosaur movie I saw when I was younger? Question mark. I know it isn't prehysteria, carnosaur, land before time. All I can remember is that dinosaurs pass off as people. I remember a scene, S-E-E-N, where a guy goes into a room and looks inside, and it is dark, and he sees two dinosaurs, raptor-like, that were feeding or something. And there is a little dinosaur that was like gray. My God, there's more. Holy shit. Or something, and he was good, I guess. That's all I have about it. If you guys could help out, cause this has been driving me insane for a while now, thanks. What the f- was prehysteric? Was that one of the options that it was pre- not? Prehysteria. Yeah. Pre- is that even a movie? Yes, that is a movie. That is a movie. So it's not prehysteria. Uh-huh. Um, what was the other one? Carnosaur uh, or, 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 or Land, Land Before, Before time. time? Because I'm hoping that it isn't Land Before Time out of those three because really Land Before Time should not have raptor-like creatures. And this was eating. talking about as if they were people? Oh, yeah, that they were somehow... Um, Sorry, I'm eating. <laughs> I'm eating a fry. Um, no, they they're very cold now, and I think I'm I think I'm done with them. Um, but yeah, they're they're supposedly going. They're like hiding as people, according to this person. They're hi- to, wait. They're yeah. hiding as people. Yeah, they're passing off as people. So like they're they're like three raptors in a trench coat or something. Yes. Hey, here's a crit. Let's paint me this. Okay. Let's, let's go on this magical adventure. Okay, I'm going come, on this adventure. Come with, you. with me, Dreamweaver, and let's bake this beautiful cake. <laughs> We're baking cakes together. So, all right, let's 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 start with that premise. So there okay. are three raptors, and they're in a trench coat. Okay. And somebody just opened up a door to see them eating. <laughs> Wait, where do you want me to go with that? I have that? no idea. Let's play an improv game. Okay. Let's play an improv game. I hate game. improv games, but cool. <laughs> you said that you were going to go with me on this journey. Right, I'm going to go journey. with you in this journey, but it's, you have to, you it's have not going to be without resistance. Take the ticket. Take the ticket and get on the goddamn bus with me, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take this so night bus so with you. So, so dinosaurs are dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, are, dinosaurs, dinosaurs are, are hiding amongst us hiding in trench amongst coats. Us as people wearing trench coats and stacking themselves on top of each other. But what about the ones that are taller? Especially when you're talking about like something the size of like a brontosaur, right? Where it would just be like they're they're just trying to hide in plain sight with with. Don't would it be like me. a dinosaur sized trench coat, or would it be a human one? Just a little human one right right up on top of his head. Yes, and his name is just like tied to a foot. (laughs) (laughs) And he's got a little he has a little smiley face. He's got a little smiley face painted on his knee. I am human. (laughs) Hello. Welcome Welcome to my beautiful home, fellow humans. Would you like to partake of my television? I'll go into the kitchen and get to... Maybe they're like detectives trying to solve like a case. Like, you know, they're trying to keep the dinosaurs. Um, They're trying to be on the down low so the human population doesn't find out. But there's some carnivorous dinosaurs that are just like not into it and they want to eat people. Wow, this is almost like some sort of a weird amalgamation of Theodore Rex with Whoopi Goldberg and John Goodman. 
and Zootopia. Zoota- yes, I was just gonna say that Zootopia. Thank you. I was like thinking Hop. Hop's not the right one. Hop is the name of the character in Zootopia. Yeah, I Judy Hops. I only saw it once, and it awoke something dark inside of me. You that that's already been awoken with you. You saw cats, Scott. The last time we were here, you went off about cats. So I think you, you you're aw- you're awake. Yes, I can. I can, I can always edit that we part can, out. Oh yeah, we can rewind time. We can figure that one out. Well, I think that every kid, every child goes through that period where, like, they see the anthropomorphic cartoon characters and they think, well, okay, now these are these are creatures Scott's that have become somewhat sexualized because, you know, the boys are wearing adventurous, like, outfits and the girls have... Except I mean, for in Cats where the Rum Tum Tugger is legit. Sexed up. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I mean, he is let's, always let's on that, the wrong side of my door. <laughs> My, you my, want you want to get him door. on the right side of your door. <laughs> well, I don't know. We're what taking this right... into a weird area again. <laughs> Why does it always have to go here? Hey, there's nothing he Every enjoys like a time. horrible muggle. Mugger? What? There's nothing he enjoys like a horrible muggle? Muddle? Muddle? Muddle. Um, I don't. I think that he likes horrible. Are you models. gonna Are you gonna for, force me to look up the freaking lyrics to this? I thought you would have them all memorized. It is. Cats. I did at one point actually. You were a cat's girl. And I was. I think that we need to talk about that. Um, I was a big cat's because girl. We're, we're, I saw it when I was ten years old. What are you talk about? I saw it in L. A. Because we are clearly not going to. And I still think I still think we actually have. I actually have the um, original bath towel that I got. I got like a I got like a oh, the, beach the, towel. The beach towel, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that I got from when I saw it in 1984. Crazy. And it is threadbare. It yeah. it, it doesn't wick moisture off from the human no, body. No, I don't. It's more of a treasure now than it is like an actual literal <laughs> thing I used to as a beach towel. So can't it doesn't really function as a beach towel anymore. So let's keep baking this cake because we because uh, we're. Hey not man, I already yet. baked this cake for you. I mixed that up and I handed it to you, okay, all so ready just, to be baked and crispy. So I'm gonna add the raspberries or the dark cherries because this is gonna be a German chocolate cake. Oh God, I, you don't like shit in your cake. No, I, I don't. I don't like freaking fruits and nuts in my cake. I keep like it out. Fruits? Are you kidding me? Why would well, you want a fruit in a cake? It's fruit and chocolate. You have chocolate. dipped Fruits still belong there, Scott. You have chocolate dipped strawberries. So yeah, but up. chocolate dipped strawberries are different. What? How are they different? It's chocolate and strawberry. It's because chocolate the chocolate. Oh my god! Because the chocolate is not on the frick. You. It's a the strawberry is dipped into the chocolate into a beautiful, delicious chocolate shell. Uh huh. And then the fruit on the thing, it's not yeah. the same thing. Why? Because it's, it's, it's not. Frosting is part of the. It's, it's chocolate as well. The only time you it's acceptable poop. to have um, strawberries on cake is if it is if, if it's vanilla. You can't do chocolate. What? It, you have to you have to have and it has to be like the full it has to be the full thing. It can't be some sort of horrible filling. It no, has I'm to be the full strawberry on, on the cake. I'm calling shenanigans on you right now. Strawberries inside of like the the like a like a like a strawberry filling in a chocolate. Strawberry cake? filling is disgusting and until you admit it. We can't be friends anymore. No, no. Divorce. This is it. This is it. This is the break. This is point. it. We're divorced. Divorce. You've heard it here. My lawyers have okay, just so, informed so me Okay, so if you're okay with like is... filling, what about so, lemon filling? See, Everybody knows that's f***ing the devil. But I don't like lemon filling at all. I don't like lemon bars. I don't like... The only lemon I Lemon filling in cake is, is the freaking devil. Is, Everybody will, knows it. Like lemon... Um, uh, lemons on... In, in like tea... Or if you like lemon filling in I your don't cake, like lemon filling. 
if you like lemon filling in your cake, you're a devil. You're a demon. You are... We have to get two priests to exercise you because there's clearly something wrong. Or two very Fight attractive me. young boy brothers who drive around in a, in a charger <laughs> and have... They don't drive around in a charger. Oh, sorry, sorry it's an Impala. Yeah. They drive around in an Impala and have a lot of salt in their trunk. Yep. My favorite my favorite thing about Supernatural, because we're never going to get back to this dinosaur. No, we? we're never going to get it. That's my, gone. My favorite part about Supernatural was like the early seasons when they had that book that literally told them exactly what it is that they were facing at all times. And yeah, their demon it. book. The demon book that they had was like, well, what do we got today? Well, it looks like we have a banshee. A banshee is, and then we'd go and read through the everything that a banshee is, says, does, how it kills, and how it can be killed. And they'd say, circle of salt. And it was always a circle of salt. It's like, what do we got today? Oh, well, looks like uh, looks like we're dealing with a uh, uh, with a liac. We're it's a Filipino it's a it's a Filipino uh, witch. It's got circle magic. of salt. Like the and they chant some crappy Latin, and <laughs> <laughs> that would be it. Ba wap, ba weep, grana weep, ninny bong, and then mm-hmm. circle of salt, and that would be the that would be done. Yep. Ten points for anybody who guesses ba weep, grana weep, ninny bong. Uh, put it in the comments. Uh, Don't or, put it in the comments. Or, or email it to us. E- email it to Scott and tell him what he, what a nerd he is. E- email it at uh, uh, blueheavenpictures at gmail.com. Send your dick pics and your questions there. And, yep, put it right in my inbox because I want to see them. I want to see them. So, okay. <laughs> So we're not. So we're not coming back to. We're not going to come back to. No, we're like not. It? You want. You want so bad to I come back so to it. But what more? What more to... can there be said? I already boxed it up for you. Well, okay. So neat no, as so a freaking picture. In, so he. So he walks in and he's like, Steve, are you are you three velociraptors in a trench coat? I don't know what you're talking about, Todd. But I just saw you clamber back up into a trench coat and you looked like three velociraptors. What's going on? You passed as human yesterday. <laughs> I let you babysit my kids. I let you babysit my three children, and we still haven't found Lisa. So do we have something that we need to discuss? And then Todd just slowly scoots out of the room towards the door. <laughs> so, but Todd's got to be a celebrity. He's got to be. He's got to have a celebrity voice. He's, I think that I think that we have to that we have to like. Who would you have for the celebrity voice for Steve for Lost Raptors? I think Steve Carell is the top raptor. No, that's overrated. I mean, no. I see Jeff Goldblum because it'd be funny and ironic. That that would be so Jeff Goldblum. But can would Steve Carell be the middle raptor? Can we have like a three? Because it's got to be you three. Have to. I mean, we don't. We can't get Jeff Goldblum for all. Yeah. The raptors, we uh, yeah, like the, the he. Uh, I guess he would be the lead uh, raptor, and then we could have Seth Rogen for like the fat raptor. The, oh yes, because he's got to have like because he's the bottom raptor, so he's got to yeah. represent legs. And then he always complains about not being on the top. Hey, why am I not on top? That's my terrible Seth Rogen. That, that was Seth the Rogen worst. Is, what? Okay, you do Seth Rogen. I'm not going to try to attempt to Seth Rogen. I don't do impressions. You know, I don't. I don't do impressions or or like. Accents, I can't. I'm physically incapable of doing them. <laughs> and not just because I'm sick. <laughs> We're going to have to cut this section out because it's too weird. Let's go for a different transition to say things I'm still mad about. Um, sidekicks in 80s kids cartoons. Sidekicks in 80s kids cartoons. So tell me. All right. So I'm going to put on my therapy glasses and uh, you're going to lie down there on your uh, on your long couch, <laughs> on your chaise lounge. But the thing is, me, I'm not the only one who's mad about this. Oh, 
but I am the most emotional yours. about this it. This is though. your bit. I've got. I've got a. Bit. It is my bit. bit. So. It was a theme. It was like a theme in a lot of '80s cartoon shows to have sort of a goofy side character who is often some sort of like pet or anthropomorphic sort of uh, character who follow the protagonist around. And really, their only real purpose on the show was to sell more plush toys, or because a lot of '80s stuff was just you know like kid shows were basically vehicles for um, toys mm-hmm. and action figures and plush. Things I mean, there was kids a reason why there was a reason why most of it was sponsored by Mattel or yeah. Kenner. Um, you know, He-Man was a toy first before it was a yeah it was an action figure. So you have I mean, a lot of these cartoon. '80s shows that have these just sort of extraneous side characters, and um, one of the more annoying ones was um, from the Punky Brewster animated television show that I in particular hated. Even back when I was a little kid, he like drove me up the wall. And you know, I guess we probably should explain Punky Brewster because there might be people who don't know what Punky Brewster is. Because Punky Brewster was one of those shows in the '80s that could only have existed in the yeah. '80s. It was about an orphan kind of like an orphan Annie situation and she just gets discovered in an empty apartment by this curmudgeonly old white man yep and then apropos and her dog and her dog and he just adopts her he's like 75 yep and adopts a child and nobody seems to Nobody be, says boo about it. Nobody They're seems like, the That's least cool. bit concerned about. And it's just about her and her friends' really um, stupid adventures, and they learn things every week and mm-hmm. yada yada. And it was wildly popular oh, in the eighties. Incredibly popular. Um, probably not so much anymore. I mean, I I don't really know that there'd be many many kids. You know, although like, she was the first like character that I saw on TV that had mismatched sho- socks. And yeah, mismatched socks are huge right now. Fidget really? spinners and mismatched. Mis- yeah, mismatched. Well, socks. they didn't have fidget spinners back in the eighties, but, but they had. But she, she had mismatched socks. She did. And, like that was like a big thing, and my mom would never let me do it because she said it looked stupid. But I mean, props to my mom. Fair. Fair. Props to my mom. She she knew what was best for me. <laughs> Not unlike your perm. Unlike, no, she let me make that my, mistake myself. She let I was old enough that at that. Bridge. Like when I was like I was like eight or like seven or eight when that mistake was made. And obviously, you know, at that, that age, you have to keep your kids from making dumb mistakes. But by the time you're 15, you can make your own mistakes. So she's like, go for it. Go for it, idiot. <laughs> like You're going to regret it. No, I'm not. I regretted it. Two years later, I'm like, damn, she was right. <laughs> yeah, so Puggy Brewster was the show, mm-hmm. and they decided to, um, NBC decided that they wanted to um, animate. Yeah, because obviously it'll make more money, you know, mm-hmm. more views, more money, yada, yada. So they decided to make an animated cartoon show. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the, the concept of Punky Brewster for the cartoon show was just not enough. It was not enough for her to be this, you know, living Mm-mm. in this New York, uh, like, one-bedroom apartment, sleeping on a couch with a, with a 75-year-old white man and all of her, like, b- uh, like uh, Benetton flag of, like, Well, she eventually got friends. her own um, bedroom, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. So, fine. Maybe he slept on the couch. He I don't could know. be. Suffice I don't to know. Say, it's been um, a while since I've well, seen that show. You know, in the, in the 80s and 90s, Television was a little bit more structured because we had far fewer channels, um, like available to us all the time. So all of the all the cartoons were jammed onto Saturdays. Yeah, Saturday morning, Saturday cartoon morning cartoons was like, mm-hmm. you know, if you were a kid from the eighties and nineties, Saturday morning cartoons were the place to be. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, um, the Punky Brewster introduced a 
another character. A magical space alien. Uh, wasn't he a magical, like, space leprechaun or something? I mean, well, he he had magic, and I don't remember if it was a leprechaun, but he had magic, and he could, like, do magic. Like, because that's what a lot of these idiotic cartoon character, like, side side grabs were they were they were all magical like orko in he-man you had these six foot tall divinely well-muscled monster men and then orko who yeah was he's a leprechaun gopher according to the wikipedia a leprechaun gopher yep he come from sean dune a city at the end of the rainbow and possesses various magical abilities eat shit <laughs> <laughs> Eat a dick. Eat a dick, world. And he was f***ing obnoxious. He had <laughs> the most f***ing obnoxious voice in the history of voices. And guess who can do it? Yeah, you can do it. I can't do it. Okay, so, and he had this pigeon English way of speaking that was, um, so I'm, I'm guessing it was supposed to be endearing. and It, it, it came, was just annoying. It came off as irritating because he-, he Grating. Would, it was grating. So if you can imagine this poor voice actor <laughs> sitting alone in a room making the most obnoxious voice that you could and and speaking line scripts a script that people wrote with their minds down to their with- hands and and into typewriters <laughs> and it would it, it would hello brandon doggy brandon doggy is clear my friend for life it was the it was worst. So bad. I just had flashbacks hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> you had some PTSD. You had some Vietnam-style flashbacks where you're hiding under the table. Oh, oh god. Yeah, and like, and Orko was basically the same voice. And then we had Snarf on the Thundercats. God, Snarf because the they and they were oh, all Jesus. the Snarf. And he wasn't even magical. He was just a burden. He was yeah. He was like he was like fat Gilligan. Yes, he was. He, he was like fat furry Gilligan. Like oh okay, so here's this thing. This consistently ruining everything. Like. Snarf consistently ruined everything for everyone. So, he was always in the way, mm-hmm. always doing dumb shit that got people in danger. And if he babysat a piece of equipment, he would inevitably destroy it or allow it to get uh, to go into to fall into the hands of the beast a moron. He was the worst. I think that Darwin should have just done its work and they should have just let him die. Oh yeah, they should they should have not pulled him from the fiery wreckage of nope. the Thunder Cruiser. Just <laughs> leave him in there. It's for the best. <laughs> No one's going to complain. Snarf, snarf, lion Oh, God. Oh, lion snarf. Can you imagine living with that? Burning. Think, wow. about, think about that for a minute. Think about having to live 24-7 with that thing in you, your you life. let that thing sleep in your room so that it could snore in the middle of the night. Snarf. Uh, yeah, no. Snarf, snarf. I would just like quietly, like when they're Push all asleep at the campfire. No, just at a campfire, just quietly everybody leaves. <laughs> just walks away silently. Just walks away it. silently just and nobody ever talks him. about him again. That just, would be my idea. Just ties him to a tree and then we don't speak <sighs> of it. We just don't speak of it ever again. Hey, Panthro, did you ever find out what happened to Snarf? <laughs> Snarf, his name doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> But Snarf I think I've got some of him in my teeth. <laughs> they should have just f***ing eaten him. Oh, my God. They should have. They should have renamed him. They don't tell Lina, though. Like, where did we get this meat from? They did. <laughs> I, this is uh... tasty, but there's not a lot of meat on these bones. 
And they're like, yeah. <laughs> Tigra's just like, uh, yeah. Say, so where did Snarf go? No idea. Must have gone. He must to get... have had a dream. We've never had a snarf. He must have went to get some berries. <laughs> it was a dream. You never had a dog. You, you never had a snarf. We you sent him away to live on a farm. He chases raccoons all day. He's fine. <laughs> but this, like, it, this actually hit like its apex, I think, oh, with the real Ghostbusters. You mean it's nadir. It's nadir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nadir yeah. is probably a better word for it. Uh, but yeah, it hit, it hit the nadir with. Um, the real Ghostbusters, which Ugh. in and of itself, the original show was actually really fantastically fun. It, it delved into uh, mythology mm-hmm. and all sorts of really cool things. Like the uh, the original couple seasons were actually really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And then Slimer started to become a bit more prominent because they really liked selling toys. Because, I mean, it started off with the real Ghostbusters. And, and then, then became... they changed its name to the real Ghostbusters featuring Slimer. And then Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. Slimer became top build. And they would have like, and I don't know why, because it's like I didn't know anybody who thought Slimer was the best part of that show. Well, I mean, the, other than he, he could slap his goddamn goofy mug onto like the ecto cooler. Basically, it. That's basically it. Is they wanted, and he was literally like a green manifestation of the Ghostbusters logo. So that they, it was all, it's all branding, but. I mean, I, I liked season one of the real Ghostbusters, and this is going to get really new, nerdy because the voice of uh, Peter Venkman was um, Lorenzo Music, who's got this velvety. Well, I mean, smooth. everybody knows Lorenzo Music. It means the voice of Garfield. He's a go- he is the he is was the eternal voice of Garfield, and he was the voice of Peter Venkman in the season one of of the real Ghostbusters. And they had to call it that because there was already a cartoon show called Ghostbusters, which based let me on tell you was. F- Confusing. It was really confusing. When they when we would get the Montgomery Wards or the Sears catalog and we would see like Ghostbusters merch, you had to look really closely to see if it had that goddamn gorilla in the in the yeah. hat. I remember the one time where I like I saw like saw it on like the programming, I'm like, oh Ghostbusters. So I went and watched it. I'm like, what the f is why is that guy is got this? aviator glasses on? What's this with this fing monkey? Like this isn't the Ghostbusters of the f it was based on an like an old t- film. An old um, God, who was, was it? Don it? Knotts in it? No, no I don't think no. it was not Don Knotts. I think it was. Um, oh, they they were the same people who did the Banana Splits. Oh, it was it was Hanna Barbera. Yeah, was it? All right, well we're, we're looking so, that. Yeah, hold we're on. That right the hell up. <laughs> yeah, you look it up. Because uh, wow, yeah, I actually got to I got to. No, this is gonna be the this is gonna be the worst part of the show. Um, is the the part where we look it up on the internet? Boy, I really wish that I had somebody to read the internet to me. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? So what? No, this is literally the worst thing that we could do this with is, our this time. Is, this is like the death. This is this is like this is like death right here. This is this We're is dying. the worst thing ever. The Ghostbusters. Oh no, Forrest Tucker was in it, and Larry Storch. I don't know who either of those people are. Oh no, it was it's, yeah, it was called the original Ghostbusters. The cartoon um, had Peter Cullen in it, the voice of Optimus Prime. Oh, um, I don't care. But yeah, the Ghostbusters was uh, yeah, uh, Forrest Tucker, Larry Storch, and Bob Burns, who is the greatest gorilla suit performer um, probably ever. But no, it wasn't a Hannah. It wasn't a. It, it wasn't a, a. It was a Hannah Barbera. Who no, was no, it? No, it was. A, it was. It was a. It was a TV series, but it was. Um, 
Filmation. Filmation? Yeah. Uh, okay. The production company was Filmation. Glad we Filmation that was up. the production company that did the cartoon show as well. So, but Lorenzo Music was, was the voice of Peter Venkman, and it there is a very pervasive and I think like widely accepted rumor that Bill Murray hated Lorenzo Music. Well, because he sounded too close to Bill Murray? Because he sounded too close to Bill Murray. He didn't like the the impression that they were doing of him. Yeah, because I don't think they had likeness rights for the real Ghostbusters at all. So they had, that's. I mean, that's why in the real Ghostbusters, the dude who plays Egon is blonde rather than being dark haired. Dark haired. And um, why Ray is is, re- is a redhead, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. Why none of them look like they're actual actors. Yeah. But he didn't like the voice, so he got, so he demanded that uh, that they change it, and because of some aspect of their of his contract, they were able to swap out uh, Dave Coulier from Full House. Oh, well, he God. wasn't from Full House yet; he was just a stand-up comedian. And so, I think that the voice quality went downhill, and that's the stupidest thing in the world for like a person. But I'm like a voice actor nerd. Yeah, like some of my heroes are like so John fair. DiMaggio and Billy West and Troy Baker and Nolan North and Laura Bailey and. Uh, Tara Strong. So I mean, these are people that I that I know by name because they're well, they're like the unsung heroes of yeah. actors because they you know they provide the, all the voices for. I mean, all the voices. Yeah, things that are iconic. I mean, and when you think do about the, Batman's voice, whose oh, voice do you hear? You, you think of Kevin Conroy, uh, or, obviously, or Mark Hamill as the Joker, or, or like, Maurice you know, LaMarche as uh, as as uh, the brain. That one dude from Wings, the Superman. <laughs> <laughs> that one, the guy, the other the, one, the Not, other guy from Wings. <laughs> Not the one who who is in the bad version of The Shining. <laughs> the other guy from Wings. The other guy from Wings. Oh my lord. Oh no. Um, <laughs> but so that you know, and that brings me that brings around like I mean, every every uh, uh, cartoon from the eighties had to have that obnoxious character. Like mm-hmm. they got much much better at doing like the like the Netflix Voltron or yeah. the Dragon Prince. They don't have that obnoxious character. No, They've thank got the God. One that's, they figured it out. They figured it out. They figured it out. Um, you know, there's uh, Greg and Wirt in. Um, uh, over the Garden Wall, which and, is a lovely and series. Greg is a wonderful character. He's supposed to be that one that's kind of you know kind of goofy, but he's goofy in this yeah. really beautiful and endearing way. And if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's 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 splendid. But then because I'm looking at because I'm looking at Filmation. Filmation was I think also responsible for Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my god! And the you, you and that one uh, with that dungeon. stupid kid who is the freaking barbarian the, uh, and the ba- uni Ooh. the unicorn. Oh, uni god. the unicorn. That's and then what was it? There was also that one kid who played the uh, was the, the ranger. ranger. Yeah, I mean Which, they were all they were all weirdly obnoxious and in, in their, their own, own special in way, their own special way. But I mean it. That's crazy to look at the like voice cast list like willie ames is yeah in it. willie ames is in it he played hank the ranger uh, did he yeah don most oh, wait no it wasn't the ranger then it had to be the the mm-hmm. night and you know peter cullen again peter cullen voice yeah. of optimus prime frank welker a voice acting legend mm-hmm. yeah so willie did the monkey God, from yeah. aladdin so yeah pray for him <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I defy you to make monkey sounds right now. I defy you to make you monkey sounds. You know I sounds. can't make monkey sounds. I'm not going to. It's beneath my dignity. <laughs> this coming from the woman who tried to do the lion's roar in a lion. Oh, don't oh yeah. Up. We're going to go oh, there. We're going to go yeah. there. <laughs>
<laughs> I had to do Glomer. I had to do Glomer. So we've got to at least tell <laughs> oh, this God. story. So we got to the moment. Can I tell my own story? Oh, sure. I didn't so think you we would. I thought I'd have to. <laughs> we were listening to the Lion King soundtrack, and I was just thinking about, like, how cool that moment was at the end where Simba roared and everything. And then I got to thinking, like, can humans roar? And would it sound as cool as when lions roar? And so the music is hitting the moment. The The sky has parted. The, the clouds have cleared. The rain has stopped. So it just Life and, and Simba takes those tentative first steps up to the very lip of Pride Rock. And the music is swelling. And Anne, apropos of nothing as we're listening to this music, just opens up her beak and goes, Roar! But it was amazing. <coughs> it was amazing. Oh. You have no idea how oh. extraordinary this and was. You turned and looked at me and you're like, what, what the, the f***? And then I because explained it, it to you and I didn't explain anything. And I will and I will try. <laughs> I will try my hardest because I know you've got a, I know you've got a cold. I will try my hardest. She we're driving down the road and the music, music, ten footsteps, parts, clouds. It sounded I tried less, so hard. It sounded less like a lion and more like your dad caught his dick in the door. Like so for some reason he was streaking in the driveway and slammed his wiener in. In the car door. <laughs> Listen, man, I was Beautiful. just trying my best, Scott. I was just trying my best. I was just a 20-year-old girl in a 20-year-old world trying my best. <laughs> Your best belonged in the doo-doo bin. <laughs> my best was garbage. You should have just doused that with lighter fluid and struck the match. And I remember you were just completely not blushed. You're like, what the f***, dude? <laughs> and I don't think that my explanation of it, my fumbling explanation of it, has ever made it any better. I wondered better. if I could roar. I just wanted to roar. <laughs> I just wanted to be a lion for one moment. <laughs> you just wanted to put a, you just wanted to clamber into that fursuit and pull the zipper up in the back. <laughs> Not that part of it, but oh I did completely God. want to roar. Yeah, you you didn't did work it, out really well for me though. You did it, dude. But that isn't like the <coughs> weirdest moment that we ever had um, listening to the Lion King song. No, that isn't. We're gonna bring up your sister. We're again. gonna bring up my sister. God bless her. I love. I really wish that she'd come on the show. So Kathy, if you do end up listening to these episodes, she's please, not gonna listen to it. Please come on the show. We uh, we were driving out to. Okay, so we, we were in, taking the piss out of her last few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you consistently keep taking the piss out of her every single time. So we're driving to Holland, and, uh, and for those of you who don't know, it's a it's a coastal uh, city, and it's on the west coast of of, of uh, Michigan. So um, we were driving out there for scuba lessons, and I don't know why I what possessed me and 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 Anne to take your scuba sister lessons. can be very persuasive when she wants to be, and very generous, and I think that she paid for our lessons so. So, but I, it turns out that I can't do it because I, I have holes in my ears. I'm partially deaf. Um, when and I, was I a got kid, a serious uh, sinus infection, so I had to quit. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, my parents uh, did not know whether or not, I, I mean, I, I failed some hearing tests. So they got me uh, back in the, back in the 70s, 60s, 70s and 80s, there was a procedure called irrigation tubes where they'd 
poke a hole in your eardrum and, yeah, that makes and sense. stick a tube in there to try to drain out some fluid so that you could hear better, and it never worked, and it turns out that it's damaging. Yeah, it turns out it's unnecessary and damaging. Yeah, and uh, so I, I, my, the holes in my ears healed over though they were meant that for some reason I couldn't equalize pressure, so I would go down to the bottom of the pool and not be able to equalize the pressure in my head, which... Is something but we're really, getting off the tr- uh, off the track. Yeah, we're getting off track. So the Kathy could never listen to the uh, the wildebeest stampede that that wonderful choral piece of music from the film uh, that yeah. precedes and, and is and during the um, the wildebeest stampede where where spoiler alert for a m- movie that's twenty five years old now yeah. is that Mufasa is trampled to death. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, boo-boo. so you had to hear. Sorry, you had to hear it here. Yeah, sorry that, that, you're dead, your, that you're getting your hot fire from uh, uh, from a from a source that's going to break your heart. And she couldn't listen to it. She would always beg us to skip. Now we had a tape player in the car, so we had to like fast forward. And every time we'd fast forward and hit play to see if we'd made it through the track, and it was still going on, she'd go, "Oh, oh, no, no, no!" And we were very confused as to why she couldn't listen to it. And her explanation, <laughs> and her explanation explained exactly nothing. It it, it really did pose a lot more questions than it yeah, did. The, and she never answers. ever like clarified. She never clarified. She said it sounded like Felitan spirits. I don't know. And that's that exactly means. the way she said it. Felitan spirits. Like she added that extra syllable. My sister is one of the most intelligent people I I know. She has a she has like multiple degrees from from university. She's got a master's degree in. Uh, but Felitan spirits was how she described the sound of the music. She couldn't listen to it because it sounded to her like Felitan spirits. And no matter how hard we tr- we pressed her on this, yeah, like like could you explain please? What does that mean? And she goes, I she would just I don't know. It just it sounds like. Felitan and spirits and I don't I would love to just spend an hour or two trying to posit what the hell that means I mean I guess maybe it the means, souls of the dead that torment her or or that are that are <gasps> trying to escape torment or I purgation guess, I don't know. or that they're in purgatory fleeting spirits means the dead that aren't there long that see that doesn't make any more or less yeah. sense if it they're fleeting, then why why is it a bad thing? They're they're they're, they're going up to heaven or whatever. Yeah, they're not going to be there that long. <laughs> Two but, seconds at most, my dude. Fleeting, and I don't know if she meant fleeing spirits, as in like yeah, yeah. souls of the damned or whatever, or the souls of uh, the souls of who the, knows. I have no idea. It was amazing. Um, okay, so the very little bit of time that we've got left, okay. I think I would like to talk just a little bit about something that pisses me off because okay. you've had two shots at it, okay. and now I want to. And I think we've done a pretty good job of talking about how uh, terrible that is. How oh, yeah. it irritates me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that is slow songs on the rocket ride. Oh, my how God. How many people raise your hand as you're at home don't driving to work hand. or whatever? Don't raise your hand. It's okay. You don't have to. I can't see you anyway. That got on the <laughs> rocket ride on like a, in, a, in an amusement park. You know, the one it goes around and around in circles. You sit in a little rocket ship and you go and it goes up and down and up and down in a wave. And it's that it's that one that's that classic mm-hmm. one where they're like, do you want to go faster? And then they make it go faster. And then, and then Richard then Mark starts playing. And then and it Richard fucking Mark yeah. starts playing. Right here, waiting for you, is the worst song that you could play with the. And because I was a when I was a child, and to this day, I'm I'm not conventionally attractive. So when I was a kid, I kind of looked like 
I kind of look like an adopted potato in a Kmart in Kmart That's jeans. Terrible. Don't say that. that I, I really was not an You're appealing a kid. Human being. And so, you know, I I You're a beautiful I, human being. Don't be so I, negative. I looked like even even Jean is just looking at you like, why would you be I so negative like a loner. about yourself? That's I look like terrible. a loner stone. I look like no, the, you don't. I look like a. I, seriously, I look like a like a beater handbag, like the one that you take out during the winter time. Such so, but I was a kid, and I was kind of kind of round. I was a little rotund, so maybe so maybe not. An I just wanted to go faster, and Richard Marks does not take you faster. But so I was always alone, and that was the thing that pissed me off. I was always alone. I was always alone. I when just they would wanted start to playing. go faster, and during the dances in junior high school, I just wanted Same. to dance, and like watching all these people like. You know, teenagers groping awkwardly yeah. while they're dancing I was irritating that. to me. I did not want that. But I, I wanted to f-ing dance and get on the dance floor and bust a move and not. I wanted to be. I wanted to sit in the rocket ship ride with with a gal by my side, and Aww. and have and when you know because when Debbie Gibson is singing that how you're lost how she's lost in your eyes, I didn't have. I was sitting alone, oh so like the guy gosh. was like, "Do you want to go faster?" And I'd say, "No, I really want to go to hell." And I'm taking you by surprise. See. This isn't what you want to listen to. What you, you want to listen to ACDC. You wanted to listen to to to. I want to listen to, to Motley Crue. I want to listen to Motley Crue. Yeah, that's the best Kick one. Start my heart is the that's perfect, the best one. The perfect song, and I can't tell you the number of times that I have to, that I've had to sit in the rocket ship ride, and they turn on LAV on the radio. I don't know why they didn't have a mix. Why they didn't have a yeah, playlist. Have a mix why didn't they have a mixtape of something? Why did they always have to switch over to LAV? Because you know, invariably, inevitably, inevitably. Chicago's going to come on. Oh, God. I am the man who will fight for your honor. Oh, well, that's just Peter Cetera by himself. Hero. Okay, that's probably all we can do without getting sued. <laughs> no, we can't get sued. We're just we're not we're not playing an actual piece of the song. Their algorithms can't find us. We're just singing it ourselves. Man. <laughs> we're safe from the algorithms. The algorithms will never find us. <laughs> <laughs> we're not singing it good enough for the algorithms. <laughs> Okay, so uh, that's going to be uh, about it for us. Uh, uh, definitely like to thank um, From Big Sur, it, the, their band, uh, the band that does their intro, outro music. It's uh, the song Slide off the album Tear the Canvas Sky. I'd like to thank WKTV. Everything that we've said does not reflect uh, the no. attitudes, opinions, or facts or information, et cetera, They just et cetera. shake their heads sadly at us uh, while yeah, we're doing this podcast. They, they deny 100% that we even exist. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I would love to say that by the time that you listen to this, we have a we have a Patreon page. I I, I still don't know how to do it, but hey, um, we've only got episode one and two up at the YouTube channel at this point. So maybe by the time I get around to cutting episode five, is it? I don't know. Five episode five. Every time by the time you I expect me to freaking keep track of anything by the time I don't even know what I wore last week or what I ate yesterday. I have no. My brain just broke. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I have no idea. I don't even know if I was alive. Okay, so uh, we're gonna Nerd. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up with one last uh, one last uh, uh, entertainment and music and and movies question from Yahoo Answers BlueHeavenPictures at Gmail If you do have any questions for us, Eurotrip. Who is the girl Candy in the swimming pool scene? Cooper and Tree Sap breast movie. That would be that answer would be predicated on anyone seeing Eurotrip. And nobody saw Eurotrip.
So. Wait, is there more? No, that's it. They just wanted to know the girl from Eurotrip? No, Eurotrip, who is the girl, Candy in the swimming pool scene, Cooper and Treesap breast movie. Did you not hear a word I said? All I heard that was, should make perfect sense to you. Who is the girl? That Candy sounds the like somebody had a f-ing stroke right movie. in the middle of writing it is what it sounds like. <laughs> like the dude had a stroke and just run, like wrote out random words. Because the last part of that like makes no sense. Like who is this you whatever lost, from your your like and then the Who is the girl candy in the swimming pool scene Cooper and Treesap breast movie? That doesn't make any sense. Because yeah, you lost me after the word Euro trip. I know. That's basically what happened. I'm like, that's once again predicated on me seeing Euro trip. I understood everything up to the word is. <laughs> everything after that is just confusion. And it makes me a little angry. Before that's confusion too. Because yeah, you're right. You, that would that would force us to give a crap about Eurotrip. Is that even a movie? Good night, folks. Bye. <laughs>